Good evening. A Puritan's Mind brings you the old-time radio program, the Wild Boar News Podcast from sunny South Florida. Welcome. I'm Dr. Matthew McMahon. Do you know the two most popular admission tickets that Ticketmaster sells? U2, the rock band, is number one. And Joel Olstein is number two. According to the magazine for church business administrators and parachurch executives, The Church Report, the 50 most influential Christians in America has voted Joel Olstein in their number two position. Following the death of his father in 1999, he took over as pastor of Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas, despite having completed less than one year of college at Oral Roberts University and never having preached a sermon in his life. Who was more of the fool? The one stepping into a position like that or those that allowed him to do so? The O'Reilly Factor interviewed Osteen in December 2004, where Osteen stated that while he is an ordained minister, he admitted to having no seminary training. This is not a surprise. Osteen's first book reflects his lack of seminary training. Your Best Life Now, Seven Steps to Living at Your Full Potential. This rose to number one on the New York Times bestsellers list in December 2004. His book is made up of principles to live by. Principle number one, enlarge your vision. He says, quote, in other words, God wants to make your life easier. He wants to assist you, to promote you to give you advantages, end quote. God seems to be the great CEO in the sky. Principle number two is developing a healthy self-image. Quoting the message, a heretical twisting of the scriptures that passes itself off as a translation, Osteen says, the modern-day biblical paraphrase, the message, related the story about the blind men with an interesting twist. Jesus touched their eyes and said, become what you believe. Are you believing to go higher in life, to rise above your obstacles, to live in health, abundance, healing, and victory? You will become what you believe. End quote. Osteen says, quote, God doesn't want you to drag through life, barely making it. It is not his preference for you to live in perpetual pain. Become a true believer, knowing that you will become what you believe. End quote. Principle three, discover the power of your thoughts and words. Quote, our words become self-fulfilling prophecies. If you allow your thoughts to defeat you and then give birth to negative ideas through your words, your actions will follow suit. That's why we need to be extremely careful about what we think and especially careful about what we say. Your words have enormous creative power. The moment you speak something out, you give birth to it. End quote. He says, and I quote, if you are facing sickness today, you should confirm God's word concerning healing. Say something such as, Father, I thank you that you promised me in Psalms that I will live and not die, and I will declare the works of the Lord. As you boldly declare it, you are confirming that truth in your own life. End quote. If you can't stomach these, then don't despair. Osteen would feed you more and the other principles he has ready for unsuspecting and gullible people to feed upon. Larry King interviewed Osteen in June 20, 2005, asking Osteen if he always believed the gospel. Osteen said, I have always believed. I just grew up believing. King asked, But you're not fire and brimstone, right? You're not pound the decks in hell and damnation? Osteen said, No, that's not me. It's never been me. I've always been an encourager at heart. I don't believe in that. 
I don't believe, maybe it was for a time, but I don't have it in my heart to condemn people. I'm there to encourage them. I see myself more as a coach, as a motivator, to help them experience the life God has for us. King asks, so you didn't go to seminary? Osteen says, no, sir, I didn't. King says, they can just make you a minister? Osteen says, you can, you can. King asks, that's kind of an easy way in. Osteen says, yeah, but I think it happens more than you think, but I didn't go to seminary. King says, so the church, in a sense, ordained you? Osteen says, right, and then you're ordained through the state of Texas. King asks, and why are you on television? Osteen says, we're on different times. We're in the top 25 markets on one of the network stations. King says, what if you're Jewish or Muslim? You don't accept Christ at all? Osteen says, you know, I'm very careful about saying who would and wouldn't go to heaven. I don't know. King says, if you believe you have to believe in Christ, they're wrong, aren't they? Osteen says, well, I don't know if I believe they're wrong. I believe here's what the Bible teaches from the Christian faith, and this is what I believe. But I just think that only God would judge a person's heart. I spent a lot of time in India with my father. I don't know all about their religion, but I know they love God. And I don't know. I've seen their sincerity, so I don't know. I know for me, and what the Bible teaches, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. End quote. Can we say anything else that would biblically condemn this man other than simply pointing out that false teachers abound, and Osteen is among the most popular? One of the most popular methods of preaching today by evangelicals is to leave out the law entirely and to present only the gospel. Antinomians do this. However, Osteen conveniently leaves out both the law and the gospel in his preaching. Osteen orates about self-esteem. He is, for all intents and purposes, a New Age guru, propagating anti-Christian philosophies of self-betterment in an arena which reflects little more than a pep rally. For Osteen, God is seen as the cosmic bellhop that wants you to live your best life now, and Jesus is the cheerleader who roots on for you on the sidelines as his star quarterback. However, This kind of teaching is a mockery to God. God will not stand for it. He will allow and does allow false teachers to inflict the world with the agony of error and heresy, but God has a day of reckoning in which he will require the life of these false prophets and their children. Jeremiah 23 and verse 1 says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel against the shepherds who feed my people, You have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. One day, Joel Osteen will find this out. This is Dr. Matthew McMahon, signing off. Good night, then, until this same time next week. This Reformation audio track is a production of Stillwater's Revival Books. SWRB makes thousands of classic Reformation resources available, free and for sale, in audio, video, and printed formats. Our many free resources, as well as our complete mail-order catalog, containing thousands of classic and contemporary Puritan and Reform books, tapes, and videos at great discounts, is on the web at www.swrb.com. We can also be reached by email at swrb at swrb.com, by phone at 780-450-2222.